Hey, welcome back to the Wannabes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you're staying sane, staying safe, healthy, and well-practiced. Keep getting that tech skill down. Look, Wasabi and I have had this idea for a few weeks where we wanted to interview each other and pretend like we just, you know, met each other, I guess. Get get a brief history on our backgrounds and it was a lot more illuminating than I thought. I mean, Will and I kind of met each other a good ways down into our careers and so there was a lot to go through. And this week I interviewed Will. That's about the gist. Talks about uh, playing upstate New York and what it's like to come up in a region like that. His uh, early trips to, you know, Europe and NorCal. I'm just jealous that he got to go to NorCal. But look, it was a really fun conversation. I think you should all check this out if you want to get to know Will a little bit more. And uh, him interviewing me is going to be coming out soon, too. So thanks for tuning in. Again, stay safe, stay sane. Here's Wasabi. We have a very special week ahead of us where Will and I will interview each other and then somehow it'll be different, you know? Will, this is the third time I had to do this intro. I don't feel great about it. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, JD. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, this should be fun. Like, we never really got to do a chance to, like, talk about you know, like more of the stuff that we tend to talk about at, on the one v one series, right? Like the origin stories and and all of that. So it should be exciting. I'm curious how yep. this will turn out. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, yeah, we usually talk about what's currently going on. So anything in the past year is I'm very well aware of. That's very we true. We always check in. Yeah. I mean, we've talked like more than 52 weeks in a row at this sure. point. Yep. So. Everything in there, that's covered. But before we became friends, we both have had our separate upbringings. I mean, we ran into each other a few times, like in Upstate and then at Nebs a bit, stuff like that. But I'm curious about how everything originated. So what I'm going to ask is for you to go into your first ever tournament, how you got there and how you did. Yeah. So I believe my first ever tournament was Syracuse Beatdown in October of 2014. I don't know if it was exactly Syracuse Beatdown, but it was definitely in Syracuse. Um, and funny enough, my bracket was play my other friend who drove up there in round one. Oh, no. No. Because we didn't know, like, we didn't tell the TO we were together or complain or anything. Because it was both our first tournament. So I had to play him round one into, <laughs> I played Hacks round no. two. What? Yeah. Because he was randomly up there. Uh, pre-box. And then I believe I lost in losers to JKJ's Falco. Falco. Yeah, he was playing Falco. I was also a Falco main at that point, which Damn. was interesting. And 
So that was my first tournament experience. Besides that, it was really fun. Like, it was exciting. We got dinosaur barbecue afterwards. But, you know, it was kind of short-lived, you know, for, like, a long drive and stuff like that. But it was still really fun. I don't think it, like, really... I was really hooked. Like, I was committed to trying to go to more tournaments and see what it's about because of the game. But I don't think it was, like the best tournament experience like it's just like you know i didn't really know what was going on i didn't really know anyone there so it was just sort of like a you know like you kind of went and then then you kind of left right yeah um so there's nothing really too much that stands out but how i got there i think is pretty funny and pretty interesting so i came around like as i said like fall of 2014 so uh, about five years ago or six years ago i guess almost um that's crazy but i used to be really competitive i was always been like competitive growing up so i was like really into first fencing and then rowing was my first like big thing and i was super into that like 12 practices a week like trying to get into the best boat i just missed out on the best boat my senior year by like one person so I was sort of like the fifth best rower for a four-person boat. And then, but I was still really, really committed. Like, same grinding, same whatever mentality as I have now. And then in college, I dropped rowing for rugby because I didn't want to play a varsity sport. I just wanted to kind of, like, dick around with a club sport and, like, be competitive still. And that was fun. And it was I loved the sport, actually. And I didn't get concussed or injured too much. Uh, just like a broken nose and like broke my ankle twice. So for rugby, like not super bad. But um, I really didn't like the people, actually. Um, they weren't as fun as I thought they were. And so eventually, like, I just sort of like went to practice, practiced, and like, but like hung out with a different group of friends. And then I was injured. I injured my knee a little bit. Um, and there was a charity Smash tournament. I'm like, oh, word. Like, this is interesting. Not mainly because it's Smash, but because there was free Chipotle. And so I just went for free Chipotle because it's upstate New York. And Chipotle is like one of the finest, finest treats you can get in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. It's true. Yep. And then what happened after that was I saw B3N, this New York Captain Falcon main stomp on everyone and i was like what the fuck is going on and you know it's just like standard falcon combo stomp knee up air knee but i was like whoa like how is someone playing this fast and so from there i sort of you know he was also in like my chemistry class we ended up becoming lab partners which was really funny so we would always do homework and then write our bio report and then play melee actually normally it's the reverse order we ended up playing melee and then procrastinating to do our lab report. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of all how it started. So he kind of put took me under his wing. We started playing a lot. I got like one of my other friends to get into it. So it was like kind of us three. And then, you know, a few more people came in college. But like ever since that day of free Chipotle, I was like, like this game's sick. Like I kind of just want to like go into this game, like fuck rugby. And, you know, I, I shortly quit rugby after that because I really wasn't into it. 
and I just kind of went full melee. And like from there, I was like try hard. Uh, I picked Falco because I thought he was cool and had longer range than Fox. I was like, oh, okay, he's you know sick. Um, and then it sort of just went from there, which was really really interesting. Uh, and you know, B3N ended up being my lab partner for like the next two other semesters with like biochem and orgo. So it was just like melee lab report, melee lab reports. So B B3N? Yeah. So his name was Ben. Ben. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so Ben, was he involved in tournaments at that time when he got you into it? He went to a few nebs. So he, he lived in New York and he went to a few nebs but like wasn't super into it like he he liked playing it and wanted to play more in college just like couldn't find anyone and then eventually me and one of my good friends uh james vies uh really committed to doing melee so it was kind of like us three as the three musketeers for a little bit until we started the the smash club at hamilton word okay so that was that was 2014 so he was like early nebs like first venue nebs yeah so first venue nebs one of my my very first nebs actually this is actually like a really fun tournament for me because i was like okay i'm going to nebs uh over spring break or winter break right because it was fall 2014 so maybe spring or winter break and i was like i'm going to nebs and i just like noticed on like the nyc ssbm facebook page because i found it that two of my friends from high school we're in it too. Matt Martinelli, aka Yukon Doom, and mm. Keith Robichaud, uh, which is S2B, uh, who, you know, now is on the West Coast, but they're they're both Connecticut players. And what's so funny is that my town got randomly got into melee super hard. Like, um it was there was a Wilton crew, it was, you know, Yukon Doom, S2B, um, John Sala, I forget his name, uh, Kayud, who, uh, Tyler, um, James Ward, and, like, all those homies, like, literally not just, like, people from my town, but people from, like, my class year, and mm. so, you know, I moved, I moved to London in 2010, so I was away from Wilton, Connecticut for about, like, two and a half, three years, and so it was a way I was like, yo, like, I know we haven't, like, talked in, like, three years, but, like, you know, are you guys going to Nebs? Like, and they're like, yeah, we're going to Nebs. Like, why don't you come? And so we just all took a Metro North train together. I, like, caught up with them after three years, like, which was crazy. Like, Keith Rubishad was at my, like, like, we were friends, like, back even in, like, elementary school. Like, <laughs> so it was super funny. Like, he's been to some of my, like, little kid birthday parties and stuff like that, which is super funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like I probably played with Keith. Like Keith was like one of the biggest people I played with uh, in Smash growing up. Like as a kid, like you know, super casual. I didn't know how to do. You know, he kept on doing links up B and links um, forward smash, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like Link is top tier. But yeah, I met with them, and we went to the old Nebs, the one where it was a card shop, and it was just one small hallway. And I remember there, you know, like, that was, like, you know, as, you know, Matt and Keith, you know, were, like, both on the come up, right? Like, UConn Doom back in, like, 2014, 2015 was 
like beating i think he got fifth at nebs beating like fi and a few other people which is ridiculous yeah he was mad good he was mad good then right like he was beating zoso and slocks and and those guys right swift base right Mm -hmm. and so we all went and it was such a fun time i met zanguzen there who's one of the nicest people to meet for your like first nebs tournament you know it was I was just like, oh, yo, like, what, you know, what are you watching? And he's like, oh, I'm watching two of my friends. It happened to be B-War and OTG. And I was like, oh, shit. And, like, he started talking. Like, I started asking questions. He started, like, answering it, like, while the game was going on, talking about the interactions. And Zhang was honestly one of, like, the nicest guys. Like, you know, we connected. You know, I got, you know, Facebook uh, requested him. And he would be, like, my go-to person when I had... Uh, Falco questions, you know, because like I was a Falco main there, so like Zanguzen is like, you know, one of the legendary Falcos back in the the old days, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and that was a really fun, weird friendship, which was crazy. Um, because I would just randomly message him, I'd randomly keep him updated on like how I'm practicing, what I'm doing, and it was like really nice. Honestly, he was by far like the person that. I thought reflected the community, you know, like there's one person where I think like Ryobeat is someone who's like that now for a lot of new players, but like is like super welcoming, but like super top player, super well known. And it's like, whoa, like he's just like kind of like a dude and, and really nice, you know? Yeah, I hear that. Um, And then that's when I think I was like super hooked on it. Like, I was tryhard from the get-go. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I only had, like, one... Se- I only have one setting on anything I, like, commit to. <laughs> uh, but... But that was when I was like, oh, like, fuck yeah. Like, nebs and whatever. And then the other key moment in the early 2015 is about six months out, I switch, as every fo- Fox main does, from Falco to Fox. And it was yeah. after a Connecticut term, after a hog actually, that I went up with again Yukon Doom and and S2B. And I remember asking Swiftbase, who I didn't know was Swiftbase at the time, advice. And he ended up just saying, like, shoot more lasers. And I was like, that's dumb. Like, I don't wanna do that. So I ended up just switching to Fox for it. Yeah. That's uh that's a soul read type thing. Your 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 soul speaks out and says, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not a laser guy." Yeah, exactly. I'm, be, I'm, I'm gonna run fast and be a fox player. Yeah, and then it kind of <laughs> went from there. But those were like my earliest days. Probably my first three tournaments were that. Word. Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious how the timing lined up with being in tri-state and then being upstate. Because we've we had similar experiences with that dynamic. Um, who were your other friends that you made upstate? Like, who, did you? How many tournaments did you end up going to? Actually, is a better question. Yeah, because it's hard to just go to them. You have to plan them and and make a huge thing. Yeah. So the first few ones were because of like I wanted to go to every tournament. I just didn't have a car upstate. Uh. So the first few tournaments were. Let's see. It was the it was the I this is why I will go to every like not every like as many RPI tournaments as I can because their fish series really started it. So my first one was Bluefish mm. which was for um that was when they were running TMG, right? The the melee games with the colleges. I think so. And we ended up beating uh 
University of Albany, which was super fun um, and, and crazy. My friend uh, Puff Ditto Pig and, and rested him twice. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and I think the VODs are still there. I think I have the VODs somewhere, actually, because I we had a recording set up by then. And, and it's still the same recording setup I use to this day, this the, the Elgato video capture card. But, um, yeah, so the Bluefish, Redfish, M2K was at one of them. You know, that's where I met Pig. That's where I met, um, you know, uh, Mask. Mask was a homie. Mask. Wow. Um, yeah, and then, and then aside from that, it was the Syracuse bi-weekly tournaments. And I would try to go as many as I could. I just, like, didn't have a car, so it was hard to convince everyone else to go because to drive to drive because they weren't as into it and so and i was about 45 minutes out of syracuse but close to no one that's it yeah but no one was like had a car wanted to go slash no one playing melee like was there right like you had the buffalo kids like vino and jkj and later ibw and then you know you had the binghamton which had thx and uh, J Mook and Patches, and then you had you right at Oneonta with Chess, mm-hmm. and yep. so sort of me on the east side with, um, just me on the east side, and then I guess the closest was Bag, because I remember Bag. it was Bag, Garrett, who I forgot his tag, but I know you know Garrett, and then, um, Beta, the Fox player, legendary upstate New York. Right, oh, he lives in NorCal. Super legendary. Super legendary. Um, and then, and yeah, actually, the closest person to me was the Manalord and and Goodle Shoes. They were probably yeah. the closest to me um, in Syracuse. <laughs> and so, those that was like the whole community. To be fair, but yeah, um, <laughs> you know that. But you know, as I went, no, we're missing. A, I mean, we're we're missing a bunch of people. It, it's so scattered that unless you like went subsection by subsection you know because equal grew up around upstate too that's and then true you had, equal yeah yeah and then uh, albany and and the yeah s- albany yeah the surrounding areas around albany is, is so, there's so much there too it's like it's just it's hard to make one yeah centered place there never was a center tournament syracuse was the the biggest thing for a while um like the monthly tournaments or something yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Albany, like, just to, like, shout out, like, James, I remember James Rivers, B Fox, Easy VIP, you know, now Darwin, right, who's in, who goes to HNC. Um, crazy. Absolutely nuts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, so I didn't go too many, like, my first year, but I really committed my senior year because I brought my car up. And that was when I was, like, like, you know, like, okay, like, I don't want to kind of party tonight because I'm, like, driving up to Syracuse and I can only do this, like, every two weeks, you know? Yeah. And so it was something really special. And sometimes I'd make the ride alone, or most of the times I'd make the ride alone and then, like, play, do a fest at Manus plays and Goodles and, and whatever. But really my crew, like, probably my, like, friends from Upstate that, like, I really saw and talked to on a regular basis was... Um, bag especially like I slept over at his place like two three times like such a nice guy we were all we were at the same level like we were it was sick we were kind of just grinding together right uh, mm-hmm. so bag was some a really close friend of mine um, mask was a homie absolute homie always will root for him in, in PM absolute PM legend with his Charizard is he still, he's still playing I don't know 
Probably, probably oh. maybe. I hope so. I don't know. PM players. Um, P plus. P plus. Yes. And then um, Flacco. Remember Flacco? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so Flacco, right? So probably those three would be the ones I like really like hung out with and, uh, you know, on top of like the Man- Manalord and Goodles, those would be the crew. And then from there, we were just trying to grind and, and, and get better. And then we would meet up at the Syracuse weeklies and, and play. I remember even like trying to condense all of the upstate players into one serious melee group chat for like analysis and whatever. It obviously didn't end up working out, but I worked really hard on the banner. <laughs> You are a tryhard in everything. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, too bad it didn't work because um, most group chats with Smashers are a big meme fest. Even the ones that are centered around getting better turn into just shit posting. So maybe we'll try to bring that back. But I like uh, I like what I'm hearing. I'm being brought back to my own experience, which is very interesting and fun. Um, and I'm curious, like when you started off when were like some of these early wins that kind of kept you moving like what were do you remember any specific tournament where you started to do well or you you beat someone notable and you kind of got that little push from behind hmm that's tough i never beat mana on my way up save i never beat mask um, I was always like, you know, going with Bag and 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 Flacco and and sort of those guys, you know. Like I, I saw the rise of IBW. Um, you know, he kind of came towards the tail end of of my upstate New York, and then, um, hmm. I mean, I'm sure there were wins. Um, there was a Marth main that I really, oh, shoot, what was his name? I feel like it starts with W. He played White Marth. I don't know Wally? if you were... was it Wally? Yeah, Wally West. Wally West. That's right. So he was probably one of my first big wins. Word. Um, but aside from that, I really was a relatively, I think, unknown player at the time. Hmm. Like I don't think I really. I never beat THX. I never beat you. I never beat Cody, Jmook, Mana Lord. I think I beat Goodles maybe once or twice. Patches, but like. You know, none of the upstate, like, greats, right? But I think I was just so committed to the game at the time that, like, it didn't matter. And I tried to sort of, like, close my eyes for, like, three, you know, like, three years, right? Because, like, I think Fiction at the time said, like, it takes, like, three years to get good. And I sort of just, like, took that with stride and, like, understood, like, that, I need to practice and polish my fox. And so I really don't think I got any super big wins. I think I was, I felt myself getting better, but I don't really recall any like big moments. Like I never beat JKJ, you know, Higgins and Elu. I remember maybe like we traded sets or something, but I can't really remember outside of that. Huh. Okay. So you, you kind of just, you kind of just stuck with it for for the whole time. You just never really gave up your grasp of, of Melee. Yeah, no. I mean, like, I knew that, like, I didn't have super great practice. My college internet sucked, so, like, and that play wasn't as developed, right? Like, we didn't have faster right. Melee. Right. Um, so, 
yeah, I just really wanted to go to tournaments. And I was like, again, like since day one, I was just like, this is it. Like, let's try to get good at this, you know, and it's just sort of ran with it, you know, towards the tail end. Like I had, um, I made really good friends with, um, his name's Austin, but his tag was Verity. He, he lived close by and he, you know, would for a lot of the time, uh, drive me to like all these big tournaments. And so, you know, we had a lot of car rides together. So he, he's a big homie to me. So like, I want to shout him out as well, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't really recall any like super big wins. Like, I think I was like progressively going like, you know, like maybe like, you know, two and two, then three and two, then four and two. And then like making top eight right at the biweekly or like, you know, but I don't really think I, yeah, I, I don't really recall any like crazy wins that where I like absolutely popped off during those like two and a half years. Cool. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think that might've contributed to some of the grit you have is like, that early mindset, you don't need any of these uh, uh, flashy results or, you know, big moments to keep you in it. That's probably a very healthy way to come up is around players that are like, you know, everyone above you was still grinding. You know what I mean? So you had to, you didn't just have to keep up. You had to keep pushing harder and harder to make any progress. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. I really was committed to like, just trying to put in as much work as, possible i didn't it was kind of like you know running around in the dark i think like it wasn't as structured as it could have been but sure definitely was like just trying to make up for everything with hard work until i got to until i moved to new york right and and that those were sort of like the the early days right there was also like you know like i'd go back for spring break i remember you know i don't know if i had any like crazy nebs wins even before then I think I beat Snoo Snoo, and people told me that was solid one time, but at like a smash (laughs) corner. But really, I don't remember any real notable wins. So, okay, you graduate from school. You, what do what do you do like day one after graduation? Day one, I moved to New York. I think I started my job like a week after. Oh wow! Yeah, I I didn't have a summer break, and so, um. Yeah, so I moved to New York. I was originally commuting from home, but my girlfriend lived, my ex-girlfriend, I guess now, uh, lived in New York in Fidei. So I would crash at her place probably three out of the, three or four days out of the week. Because um, she was like my girlfriend for like two years already and and whatnot. So what happened was, you know, she worked late because she was a banker and um, I would just go to fess you know like i would go to neb's i would go to aeon's house i would go to you know whosoever was fucking hosting i would just like fucking go you know and it it, it got me into it was interesting but oh before new york though there is a really important part of my history that that we missed um and it was my brief summer in norcal and that was, I think was super important because that was really my first foray into like living, trying to like not live, breathe, smash, but like really have like as much access as, as I could. Right. Like foundry and, and all of that, like the prime foundry days. 
Um, and you know, that brief stint of that summer was like probably the funnest that I've like had in a while. Like, or, you know, it was just crazy. Like being at the foundry, being at like a bar where it's just like everything you want. And that's probably where I racked up some good wins. None of like the PR players, but like there were really good players that I really tried to, um, beat and like i remember like brandendorf this ganon main like and like that's where like i really sort of like people were saying like oh yeah like you you know you can keep going with this you know um and i think that was like a big moral boost right going into senior my senior year Mm -hmm. and i remember meeting like homemade waffles there for the first time i went to like a toe fest where like i ended up watching a random anime with Toph and Ladandis and a few other people and then going to in and out and Phil and Brandon were there and so that was super crazy and a fun and weird time mm-hmm. but back to New York like yeah I'm in New York I'm kind of just traveling anywhere hosting anywhere and then eventually I moved to New York three months afterwards um it was during the weekend of shine because I was supposed to go but my parents wanted to move in and go to Ikea and I thought Ikea furniture was worth more than going to shine wow what a mature decision holy shit yeah so (laughs) i did that because i really wanted to like it's it's better now but i don't always i didn't have the best relationship with my parents so it was really trying to like me trying to get out so that's why i was like i just want to like move to new york and so and there i just started hosting those are like when like the wasabi fest sort of became a thing because i would like just the current apartment you're in now no that was the old apartment i don't know oh yeah i've actually i was there once you were there once yeah but that was where like the wasabi fest happened because like i had four other roommates but like they didn't really care and i happened to find like this random 99 cent like store bodega guy sell crt so i would i got like three crts got the (laughs) wees and stuff and started hosting like as many fests as I could like every day I was like who's down to play and you know like the people that came out were like Jib and Aeon and and you know Nico sometimes and and all of those guys right yeah and that was sort of like when um yeah so that was sort of it and then I remember my first big win the one that stands out to me was a smash corner on a Wednesday and I was, like, full degen. Like, I had work the next day, and I still went to fucking Scarsdale, you know? Um, and I beat just Jason, and I lost to Smucker's Game 5. Oh, man. And I lost to Smucker's Game 5, and he asked me, do you want to do best of three or best of five? And I was like, fuck it. Like, let's just do best of five. And I ended up winning the best of three, but losing game four and five, which is really funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he just salty ran back me to FD. And, you know, from there, I think, you know, from there, Beer Man reached out to me and was like, hey, like, I really think you're good. Like, I'll take you under my wing. Let's do battle. And, like, I'll be your mentor. <laughs> right? And I was like, fuck, like, Beer Man, like, what a legend. Like, and and so he was, like, probably my, like, biggest mentor. And so I remember Beer Man would come over, like, Every other day, he would sleep over. You know, anyone was welcome to sleep over. Like, Nico slept over a few times. Like, Beer Man slept over a lot, I remember. Like, and 
it was just kind of like an open house, you know, just like come play melee, sleep, whatever, right? Like I had an air right. mattress. It was like I was trying to go ham, right? And that's like, you know, three years out. And then, but really it was Beer Man. And I remember him telling me like, hey, like, don't worry about the other players. Like, worry, try to just beat me first. And if you can do that, like, you'll be fine with other players. Um, and that sort of helped me like, contain my focus and try not to get antsy with the wins of course i still did but it just helped a little bit better and then um but yeah it was really beer man and you know beer man you know helped work through like a lot of personal stuff with me too and like you know my thoughts with my fat about my family and stuff like that and and all of that so he was a big mentor to me not just for melee but for life in those early years out, out of college that like I, I I'm really thankful for mm-hmm. and then yeah so it was really Jason beer and it was really beer man and along with beer man the other one who was coming in Jason was sort of like the old guard you know his oldest student the alumni and it was me and big kid and so I've always been tied with big kid which is really interesting in our in our history I remember playing him at pound um and I was always like, you know, a money match fiend. Pound was my first major, also Pound 2016. Um, and I remember losing to Crunch, and I want to say it was Crunch and Equal I lost to. Oh, you had to play Equal? Yeah, I had to play Equal. Um, and so that was interesting. But yeah, during that time, during the old apartment, I hosted a lot of people. Like, I hosted Adam from the Netherlands, Captain Jack, you know random guy from Australia who just like asked me at big house. And I was like, Hey, is he good? And someone said, yeah, he's good. So I was like, all right, sure. Um, homemade waffles, you know, for that was super fun. And like a bunch of other people, Triff and over at one point, I think. Um, yeah. So I just housed anyone that came through, honestly, <laughs> cause I was like, okay, that's more practice, especially Adam, like Adam from the Netherlands, Super shout-outs to him. There was one day, one legendary three days where I would come home from work, play Adam till, like, three, sleep, wake up at six, and I just did that three days in a row. I think I got, like, three hours of sleep for three days in a row. Like, Nico was there for, like, two of them, but, like, it was just ridiculous. So I was really, like, D-Gen at this old apartment. Yeah. No, this uh, this is enlightening, and it makes it totally lines up with, you know, it's funny like how I thought of you before we met was kind of just in passing, and like you inviting me over, and usually I wasn't able to go except for the one time I was, and you know, it's it's funny revisiting this side, you know, going through all of it because I'm like, yeah, I remember he was just an insane. You still are a fiend. I think maybe it leveled out a little bit and is a little more sustainable, <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. Um, back then that was definitely your reputation, um, as someone that would pretty much play anytime would host often as, as anyone else. Um, and then, yeah, the beer student thing was, uh, was pretty, you called just Jason an alumni that fucking kills me. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> well, partially also when I beat just Jason, uh, he was like, he didn't really respect me at the time. So he was like, uh, you know, no bands. Right, like you know, just pick whatever stage. So I was like, okay, like I fucking like let's fucking start on Pokemon then, bitch. 
And so I beat him on Pokemon. He wins on FD or FOD or Battlefield, and then I win on FD. But I just remember being like, all right, if you're not going to ban, like, we're fucking going Pokemon. Yeah. It's like, yeah, pick my best stage. That's so, that's so funny. But <laughs> yeah, just Jason has grown up since then, too. Yeah, so, I know. It's it's so weird. Yeah. It's, it's such an interesting, weird time. Like, uh, another major homie was, like, Emmett Syrup. He was over at my place all the time. Yeah. He was the only one who I would get can combos with for, like, forever. Because that was the <laughs> hardest tech for me. I could not understand how to get can combos. I still can't do a can combo. But my Martha's trash. Yeah, um, yeah and Syrup is, is such a homie. He's, uh, he's someone that I've had a lot of run-ins to. Um Okay, so we're we're at the point of like 2016, 2017. Um, man, then th- it kind of gets fuzzy for for me. I'm trying to think what happens after that. So, when do you move into your current apartment? So I moved to my current apartment about a year and a half ago. So that would be like 20 late 2018, I think 2019. Yeah, 2018. So, um. And so, you know, I move in, I'm, I'm living with Young and, you know, Pat, who's a friend from college. Um, eventually, Vino moves in when Pat moves out. But, yeah, those are just all, like, it, it's all a blur, honestly. Like, I can mm-hmm. remember a few key points. Like, the first new, the first Tri-State Arcadian was super big. Yeah. Like, um, I beat Wild, I made top eight in that, you know. I lost to JoJo and oh, I beat Equal. That was the ridiculous thing. Oh, really? He got second. Yeah, so I beat him like round one of winners, and I think I like tweeted like fucking sixteenth seed, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, so I beat Equal, lost to Nation, um, and then I lost to Nation in the next Arcadian for the record. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, that was rough. And then I beat Wild, making a comeback because he shine spiked me game game three, stock one, um, and then lost to JoJo, who eventually beat Whiskers. But that was sort of the cohort of New York during that time. Like, and I wasn't in my new apartment yet; I was still in my old apartment. But that was sort of the cohort where it was like me. Like, I thought the New York come ups were like me, like the class, right? The class, like in in soccer, there's like the class of '92, which is like the Manchester United class where they all came through the academy together. And it's like the famous ones, like David Beckham, the Neville brothers, Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs, like they all came together. And so, you know, I thought that during that time it was like me, whiskers, Jojo, nerd, wild, big kid. Um, and, and, and so many more, honestly, but yeah, that was crazy. So the Arcadian was a big moment. There was one New York tournament that was free, so it didn't count. But, oh, God, this is before the Arcadian. But there was one tournament, and this is this felt like my first breakout, actually, JD, which is really interesting. Okay. Um, and it was a free New York tournament, but it was stacked. It had Dudasai, Young, Me, Nation, THX, um... And I think, and a few others, you know, and I think, and Guava was there, I think, and a few others, but I beat, I beat, um, Dudasai, who, you know, ultimately went Ganon, which was weird. 
Um, so asterisks on that. But then Dudasai, Nation, and I was about to beat Young, but we got kicked out of the venue. <laughs> I was like up uh, game four, and I was gonna close it, and then and then they kicked us out of the venue for the night for the night so it 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 never happened i ended up like because i was up like they just gave me the speakers and young got headphones but that <laughs> felt like my first big breakout i remember going to the bar and celebrating with thx at the time mm-hmm. and i think the arcadian rolled through afterwards and then there's my birthday tournament which was i was i just decided to yeah this was probably the last yeah this was like i decided to move I probably moved like shortly afterwards maybe like a few months afterwards but I just was wanted to have fun and I got drunk and I beat beer man for the first time I beat guava to make top eight and I went game five with the Ryobeat, and that was a really happy one for me fresh yeah um and then yeah and then I moved to the new apartment and then from there it sort of tapered off a little bit in terms of like Obviously, I didn't have as many fests, but, like, Nebs is sort of in a weird place. I still had tons of fests, though. And then... But, yeah, that was really it. And then that sort of kind of brings us up to, like, the last year. Where, you know, obviously we've, like, talked way more and stuff. Yeah. So, man, that that was enlightening. That really brought me back a lot. Um, I, uh... Honestly, that brought me into where I was at that, and we'll talk about this when we when we switch roles here. But yeah, of course. Um, yeah, this that the stage of um, getting into that one year, two year mark, and then from then it's like it kind of meshes together. But then there's like moments of like you know going to majors was a big one. We we hung out at Shine that one time before the podcast. Yeah, that's true. We always hung out at majors, which was super funny. Yeah. I mean, I think 20... I didn't go to too many 2019. When was the Tri-State Invitational? Was that 2018? Bruh. I don't know. I wasn't invited. Yeah. So that one... Oh, my God. This is a great one, I think, too. So, yeah. I mean, like, my history is, you know, been one of fiending. And I, I really do think I was, like, a late bloomer in that sense. I don't think a lot of my game came through until really since we started the podcast. Like, I had a lint mm-hmm. win... You know, I went even with Big Kid, but, like, I didn't really feel like I knew I could do well, but, like, I don't think my results actually showed it, to be fair. Um, okay. But, like, I think, like, playing everyone and having everyone over for, the, for these fests, like, I beat Nerd. Nerd was probably one of my better wins in my early days. But, and, and Funk Doctor, I had a weird rivalry with Funk Doctor, like, a friendly one, but, like, we would just always play in bracket. And... Um, yeah, we didn't even get to the Long Island days. You know, there was a time where I was like, lived, breathed Long Island over the summer. Um, and then there was, I got laid off of my first job summer of 2017. And I think that, or 2018, 2017, I think. And that was when the Tri-State Invitational happened. And cause I thought like, oh, okay. Like since I didn't have a summer break, cause I went straight to work. I'll, I'll look for a job, but, like, I don't need one, like, right right now. Like, I have some savings. And so I went ham for six weeks. I think six weeks I had a different regional or major in a row. Wow. And it was, like, Super Smash Con into Super Nebs 
into Tri-State Invitational, into Omega, into Shine. Shine? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, that's fucking sick. And that five weeks was some of the sickest memories ever. Like Wait, I, what, what month? When was this? This was, I think, 2017. Because I didn't Bro. do Shine 2016. And what month? It's whenever it's August. Culminated in, in, in Shine? Yes. Dude, I was on the road trip that same month. That yeah, that's right. I remember you posting about it. Dude, that's fucking crazy. We yeah. were both going super ham at the exact same time. That's actually too weird. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, this whole forty minutes is worth like this these two seconds. <laughs> Low key a bug out. Yeah, that's so crazy. Okay, word. Yeah. So that's so ridiculous. And, were you burnt out by Shine? I was burnt out. Um, I wanted to take like a week break and like funny stuff is when I took a week break, that's when I like went on Tinder. Which is <laughs> super omega lol, but like uh-huh. um Yeah, so yeah, I was a little <laughs> bit burnt out, but it was incredible, dude. Like you don't understand. Like that's when I housed homemade waffles. That's when I finagled my way into the Tri State Invitational. That's when I became really good friend. Like first met Icy and like became homies with him. That was when I was singing in the parking lot with Long Island outside of the closed SmashCon venue. There was so many fucking memories. That was like that was a great summer. Yeah, that was the summer with I think Cyrox where he rage quit against just Jason and then got drunk with Animal at Omega. Like that was when like. It was Avalon, and I was like a fucking dome for King Dude, Arthur. Were we both there? The, the Cyrox tournament? Were we chilling at that? Uh, yeah, yeah. We got hella drunk. Yeah. Yeah. That was I so stayed fun. to the venue till four. I remember. Because I stayed till venue till four, and then I lost think I did too, bro. Because I, I was sleeping with Wild at the time. Like, he, he was housing me. And we just stayed till four, and then I got wobbled. But, <laughs> um,. Yeah, no, we were there, dude. And that's the funniest thing. I think um oh, that was probably my favorite favorite like 5 weeks ever. Yeah. You know, there was like amazing. I was hanging out with Diz, you know, like Diz hosted a fest which he never does. That was ridiculous. Um again, like housing homie, like Brandon, Brandon's a true homie, like shout outs to him. But the best is how I finagled my way into the Tri-State Invitational. Have I ever told you this? No. So, Tri-State Invitational happened. I wasn't going to make the circuit, right? But you, you see the A-listers, right? Lint, Zealous, Slocks, Curb, Maybe, you know, everyone. K-On, IBDW, right? Swedish, everyone was there, right? Samo mm-hmm. was on the mic. You know, Darktooth, Animal, Toussaint, um, Beer Man made it in. Um, and so, the craziest part was that I was friends with, you know, Emily and Nico and Gabe and, and all of them. And I was like, Emily, like... What's your food situation? And she goes like, I don't know, like we'll probably like cook or like something, because like you know it was a tight budget. You're you're renting already a big house, right? And so I'm like Emily, just let me cook. Let me go to the Tri-State Invitational. I will cook for you guys, because I hosted, I I ran a culinary club on top of Smash Club in college because I got tired of the food, and I was like, and then my friends tried to do like these group dinners, but then we realized that like. We're all poor college kids, so money ran out. Mm-hmm. So I created a club so that the school would fund my dinners. That's so good. And okay, so, continue. And it was called the Hamilton Fine Dining Society. 
and we would host like 20 to 30 people but we would have a huge budget so like sometimes we'd have like steak and lobsters we bought raclette grills and then got like imported cheese we had we had a paella night we had a filipino night it was it was like in a cultural theme and we would teach people how to cook and so it was really fun we tried to put in our budget 120 dollars worth of cooking wine and it did not work oh but it was worth a try (laughs) we still got a ridiculous budget though (laughs) so funny so funny so i i told the family she's like all right yeah sure and so i went and like i cooked for like the entire group of the house which was like both like phil who was you know videotaping you know filming and stuff like that all 16 players and all the staff you know i brought my panini press we did pasta we did paninis uh i did filipino food one day um and and a few others and it was really like i i I think i i honestly think like i deserved it like in terms of like (laughs) Like I, like, I put in work that, like, it wasn't just, like, a scam that I was, like, Yeah, invited. hell yeah. No, you, but, you became part of the, the, the whole infrastructure. That's but, critical. Yeah, but it was so funny how I finagled my way in there, right? Because, like, tickets for it were, like, 500 bucks to, like, join and stuff like that. And I'm, like, like, let me cook. I will make this work, but, like, please. And the one thing I can say is that that was by far ever my favorite, favorite, favorite Smash experience ever that weekend venturing to the upstate new york to like do this tri-state invitational getting all the practice with all the players i wanted to <laughs> and having my mentor there beer man also talk me through everything also was absolutely nuts and like all homies the one thing i can say is curb eats a lot it was <laughs> so hard to factor in how much curb would eat Oh man, I'm just soaking this up. This is great. Yeah, I mean, this is a really in-depth, humble beginnings, but no, this is perfect, man. I uh, I didn't know how much we had left out just because we didn't crack into it. But I mean, that's why I thought like this idea would be fun. You know, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I totally agree. Like I don't. Um, yeah. Oh my god. There's I'm so much to do there. Yours. Dude. Yeah. Well. Well. What did What did we miss before we wrap it up? What anything else that you wanted to hit that we didn't hit yet? Um, yeah, so that year I went super hard on majors and then I kind of backed up after like, you know, focusing on jobs and stuff. But honestly, like, I really don't feel like I hit my stride until that the summer of our podcast. Right. And that was sort of when sort of the wind started coming in, you know, like I beat the moon, J flex for the first time. Like, I think for me, it was really a slow, really slow process, you know? Yeah. But I really did like the pro like. Like, I really do love the game that much. And I really was curious to see how far I could take it. Like, I think I can still take it really far. Um, but it was hard, you know? Like, I think it was it was a really slow process. Um, not with a lot of rewards, to be honest. But something of more, like, I would remember over those years that I talked about, like, tell myself, like, you know, it's okay, like it's not an if but when and i just had to sort of keep my head down and work on my nerves and and work on you know the entirety of my game and i think that was probably the biggest thing i could say that like and i talked with this with tiramisu at you know hour 1v1 but like my biggest moment in smash you know tri state invitational was like my funnest but my biggest moment was 
making my PR, you know, number one in my PR in my college. Because I was like the tryhard, but, you know, there were some demons like B3N, who I think eventually graduated, so it was the after he graduated, but also Josue, who was a puff player. And they were all like not super tryhard. They were really good, though. And I was like, and this is sort of like what set precedent for my entire Melee career as to now is like, you know, they weren't as serious and I was more serious. And I knew I was more serious and I was okay with that, even if I like kept losing and being like second or, or third or whatever on the PR. Um, but, and we had a weird challenge system. It wasn't like a really good PR system, but I thought it was good at the time. <laughs> and uh, but I remember making it to number one and like crying for it you know like you know like really crying for it because you know i really worked hard for it and like i really like to have it done and to like have like being a tryhard not be like second best which was what sort of rugby and rowing felt like when i was you know younger i think i'm still chasing that feeling but now i've sort of matured into like this idea of self-improvement and like not wanting to be not really caring about being acknowledged, but more so acknowledging myself. But I remember that like that was the precedent. And I think a lot of my early days, I really cared too much about wanting to prove other people that I was good, even though I tried to be really positive about things at the time. But I think that like, I've definitely matured a lot over the last year in regards to that, you know, and and I've had some really, really nice moments in the process, for sure. That's great, man. That's great to hear. Look, I think this is going to be one of those episodes that we just pin as this is where to start. <laughs> if if someone wants to get to know you and kind of us, because I, I relate across the board. To I mean, we it's so weird all of this. how we ended up becoming friends. Yeah. Because we came from the same region. We're around the same age. We play the same color fox. Apparently, we, we went ham on Smash at the same time. Like, yeah, our, same we, we might be as well like on the same cycle. And we were, we were both unemployed for that month, right? Oh, were After you unemployed too? Yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't have a job yet. Oh fuck, you're right because you're a year younger than me. Yeah, so we're mm-hmm. both unemployed. That's so funny. Picked the same exact month to be unemployed and playing. Melee. That's fucking ridiculous. But. Look, man, I think I think we covered uh, everything I wanted to. That was great. That was, that went perfect. Yeah, I didn't think the origin story would go that long, but, like, dude, five, five, five years is a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to go there's through. There's a lot through in there. Yeah, but we've come a long way, man, and uh, now that it is tightly packaged into a neat bit of content, we can forget about it forever. Yeah, that's true. Just It's in the past. Yeah. Who needs it? Yeah, thanks for letting me ramble. Cause, Dude, cause... thanks for letting me not talk at all. It was, <laughs> that was so easy. It's the easiest bit of media I've ever produced in my life. Lol. That's funny. <laughs> all right. Well, if that's all we got, I think that I think we covered it, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that, that yeah. is most of it. And then if you want to hear about the most recent years, listen to our podcast. Yeah, start at episode one, man. And uh, then that's, that's everything. That's covered. everything. It starts with a lint win, right? We get to a lint win by episode four. Yeah, right? I think so. <laughs> the Lost Vods, but but we get the Lint win episode four, which is hype. That is so fun. All right, man. Well, um, 
we have another podcast to to talk about and we'll talk about all the current stuff which we didn't talk about it's great yeah i know that's all right well i'll see you in two seconds see you in two seconds peace bye